Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Tea Time Podcast. Happy Tuesday. We are your hosts. My name is Adrian, And my name is Gabby. And what are we doing today? Today, we are reading stories. Reddit stories, to be yes. exact. Um, and they're called AI... Why do I blink every time I freaking say this? T. A-I-T-A-H. <laughs> Am I the bleep? But we're not going to say it because um, it has a bad word in it. Yep. So we like to keep things clean over here. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to twist it and say, am I the toxic one? But uh, before we get into those stories, yes. let's have a little debrief on what we did today. Yeah. What did we do today? Let's see. We went shopping today. We did. We, well, first, before we went shopping, we read all morning. Literally, Gabby woke up before me. And then I woke up and she was already reading. She's reading Iron Flame right now, which we'll save that whole debrief for next time. <laughs> it's just really good. That's all yeah. we got to say. And you have to read Fourth Wing. Just give Fantasy Girl Era a shot. Yes. And let it just sink in and transport you to another world. Yes. And we will hold it there. We will save everyone 30 minutes of their day and we'll debrief it in another episode. Yes, we will. So she was reading that. I've already finished. So I was reading um, Assassin's Blade, which is the prequel for Throne of Glass, which is a series I'm reading right now. So I was reading that. And then we read literally to like 12 because Gabby was yeah. like deep in her book. And I don't blame her. I finished it earlier this week and it is so good. So she was reading and then she's like, I can't put it down. I can't put it down. I was like, girl, just finish the book. I'm fine <laughs> with that. I don't care. And she's like about an hour before the end of the book. But we did that for the first part of the morning and then we took off. To the town. We did. We hit the town. Yeah. We went shopping. We went to a bunch of different consignment stores, which, fun fact, I used to work at a resale store. Mm -hmm. So we hit up my old place I used to work. Well, we did that yesterday. And then today, we went to one of the other locations and kind of bopped around. We turned up empty-handed, unfortunately. But honestly, maybe my bank account. I was just about to say, maybe fortunate because it is right before the holidays and we do need to be spending money on other people, not ourselves. Yes. And saving for a house. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that today. We just kind of shopped around. Wasn't too successful, but mm. we enjoyed looking and browsing and doing mm -hmm. all the things. And then we went over to Target to pick up some stuff for dinner. And then, yeah, we came back, watched some TV. And here we are recording. Here we are recording. So yes. it was a fun little day. It was um, fun. And excited to be recording this podcast i just love chatting i know i love chit chatting you feel so far away i know we're we're trying to work on the echo yeah and we're working on our sound quality we got two dumb girls right here trying to start this you podcast. guys we were just saying if it is one thing that this podcast will teach us it better be that we will become tech girls yeah. okay because i first of all i can barely work my mac same and so us sitting down and trying to use like a full-on podcast platform it's tricky I'll god say that. help us in our sanity yeah so if anyone decides to start a podcast let let us have yeah. you learn from our mistakes hire someone to help you yeah. mm -hmm. i'm like anyone out there that knows um audio yeah um, i tell you what because i don't yeah me either it's been super tricky but we're working it out so just bear with us as we mm -hmm. work through it we're doing the best we can okay. we're just two dumb girls over here <laughs> doing the best we can <laughs> losing but brain cells y'all literally, literally 
But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I have for my life updates. You got anything else really? No, that's it. All right. Any products you've been loving recently? So actually, actually, I thought about it. Yeah. Since our last time we recorded this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we said, we're dumb. Yeah. We're dumb. Mm-hmm. My new product is a brain. Just kidding. <laughs> Wish I had one of those. <laughs> um, is Okay, so I'm wearing this fleece, and it's from North Face. And um, right now, Indiana has been kind of having some really weird weather. Um, it's warm for some reason, and usually by mid- November it gets relatively super cold. warm. Yeah, relatively it's, warm. It's cold but for me. If, Floridian if you girl. live in the Midwest, then you know that like yeah. fifty to sixty degrees in November is really warm. Yeah. Like it was sixty five degrees last week. Um, which is unheard of. But like I said in the last pod, global warming. Um so I've been wearing I've been getting a lot of use out of these North Face fleeces because I haven't brought out my coats yet. Mm-hmm. Um but they're so warm, and it's the quarter zip. I have both the women, the the women's version, and then I have the man's version. Last year, I bought uh, the men's version because I was like trying to justify the price in my head. Yeah. It's like okay, so if I buy the men's version because it was like a little over a hundred dollars, then my husband and I could share it. Well, right. you see, I'm the one that wears it the most because mm-hmm. I steal it all the time. Um, but got our money's worth out of it. And then we went to Sierra Trading Post when we were in Colorado mm-hmm. and they had the women's version of this fleece in a really beautiful scrumptious red color. And I scooped it up for literally a fraction of the cost. That's and I've been so nice. just switching on and off with wearing those and they're just so warm and so cozy. Um, but yeah, I've really been loving north faces fleece i get a lot of compliments on it and they're just like they're they're very well worth the money i think i would actually pay full price for this yeah i agree i feel like north face does have really good products i don't have a lot of their stuff now obviously because i've moved but i remember any i had the basic Mm -hmm. basic (gasps) north face the zip zip up up. black like the soft one that was the jacket to have yes i had that and then i also had the it was just like a typical fleece it was like white and then gray on the top yes and it was a you zip had up that mm-hmm. in college yes i wore it all the time yeah, in college i love I north face stuff obviously now like style has changed a little bit mm-hmm. but i love the jacket that yeah. you have it's really cute and honestly those other jackets i feel like are still good i'm sure oh, like people still probably yeah, wear them north face i feel like um they really evolved over the years and yeah. have created just really good products and really good prints and colors yeah um but yeah, that would be that would be my my product of choice this week. And for all you fellow shopaholics out there, the day after Christmas is when they have amazing sales because I did get my first one. Like it was a little over a hundred dollars, but it was discounted quite a lot. Oh really? Um, yeah. So and then I got like another discount on top of nice. that. So slay. Yeah, brave the crowds. Do you mean the day after Thanksgiving or the day no, after No, the Christmas? day after Christmas. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. I just want to make sure. No, I went there. I, I don't. Oh, I went, to, I went to the mall the day after Christmas to go to Lululemon because they Boxing had a huge, Dale. Yes, the Boxing Bo- Dale. I'm sorry. Boxing Dale? Boxing Dale? <laughs> boxing Day Sale. They have the Boxing Day Sale. Yes. And so I went there and, and I wanted to, to buy something, although the product I wanted to buy wasn't on sale, clearly. I mean, of course. that's just my luck. Um, but I did 
last night I go into North Face and that's when I scoop this place up. Nice. So awesome. Yeah. Well, the thing I've been loving, it's not I mean, I guess it is a product, but like not I don't know. It's a food. And I have been loving the Sweet Lawrence cookies. Mm -hmm. And we talked a few episodes ago on our Fall Favorites episode about Sweet Lawrence and their pumpkin cookie. But they have also released, and we said this before, that they were releasing their mint chocolate flavor and also a gingerbread flavor cookie. And the gingerbread is okay. It tastes like, you know, your your pumpkin cookie. It's kind of got the same kind of vibe. But the mint chocolate is so 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 good i like andy's mint yes i love it it is so delicious it is so minty if you like mint chocolate i know it's controversial but i, I lo- love mint chocolate. i love mint chocolate too like mint so, chocolate chip ice cream mm-hmm. i love mint chocolate i know people say cream. it tastes like toothpaste yeah which is why they don't like it but i, I actually that, really like it i really like it and the the chocolate chip or like the um mint chocolate chip cookies from sweet lauren's is oh, so, so good, good. And so christmasy yeah um i will say I made them not too long ago, and I was baffled by the size because my husband and I were on a kick buying the Trader Joe's gluten-free cookies, and they are a thick boy. Like, they rise, and they're just massive. Yeah. Um, And then they were out of stock, and so I I bought the Sweet Learns instead. And they're really good, don't get me wrong. And the smaller the cookie, the more you can eat. Exactly. That's my philosophy. my logic. Um, but it was, it was literally half the size of yeah. the Trader Joe's cookies, but yeah, they, they are were good nonetheless. And I do respect the Christmas seasonal cookie stuff. I have really enjoyed that they've come out with different flavors this year. Me too. Of it's, course. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's like the, you know, the Pillsbury cookies. Yes. That have the, I love this, but I can't have them anymore. Be- well, I mean, I, I guess they could, but I just, I don't really buy anything that's, that has gluten and then I just eat it yeah. because my husband's gluten free. Um, honestly like i i i taste no different yeah they, they taste all the same yeah but the sweet lorenz are are kind of that kind the of dietary with the friendly yeah of the yeah they are cookies. and i love that they've come out with different flavors but mm-hmm. i will never get tired of just your basic chocolate chip cookie yeah. their chocolate chip cookie is just I do so like good chocolate chip cookies but i like the chocolate fudge better but I'm a chocolate. I do like I like them all. Yeah. I like them all. But I I just personally like my favorite cookie is just mm-hmm. a chocolate chip cookie, so that's why I like have it. Have you had the oatmeal raisin? Oh, uh, oatmeal cranberry. Oh, yeah, yes, I have. Good. It's really good. Okay, Liam loved. He had those somewhere. I can't. I don't know where because I've never bought them before. And he was like, "We have to get." They're so good. So good. Yeah, they're my dad's favorite. Okay, I'll have mm-hmm. to find them. And, he likes and them, get them the best. The sugar are good too, but I'm not a huge sugar. That's how I fan. am too. I prefer like the chocolate chip. Unless it has like heaps of icing on top <laughs> yeah this one definitely does not no no anyways but before we get into these crazy stories i thought we would share a couple of our own crazy stories yeah and you so, can you guys can determine if we're toxic you, yeah you can determine if we're toxic or not so my story <laughs> airing out all my dirty laundry clickbait just kidding I'd be like just saying something wild out here no but um so backstory before my husband and I met, my husband had a really close female friend from high school. And me and my husband met in college. My husband moved away. He knew her back in the day when they were in high school, but he moved to Florida his senior year. So he moved away from her. But when he moved, he was still really, really close with her because she he didn't have a lot of friends here. And so he would FaceTime her all the time. So, 
going into college, moving to Indiana, same kind of thing. He didn't know a lot of people. He moved. And so he would FaceTime her all the time. And we met about a year into his college career, and he still FaceTimed her all the time. So, you know, whatever. He's got a girlfriend, a girl friends. <laughs> you know, I, he knew her before me. I'm trying not to be crazy. You know, we were new relationship. I would ask him about it, you know, and try to trust him because, you know, he said there was nothing there, and I believed him. But, you know, after a while, your boyfriend FaceTiming another girl all the time started to get on my nerves. And I'm like, KK, what's going on here? You know, and I had never talked to her before, so I didn't know. Um, And so I told him I expressed, you know, I was a little bit uncomfortable with it. Not that he had a friend that was a female, but just that I didn't like them FaceTiming all the time. I wanted to be like his best friend, not another female, which I think is fine. So what does my husband do? The worst thing possible. Literally just ignores her. Stops talking to her completely. She flips out. He's toxic for doing that. He's toxic for doing that. He should have had a conversation. But because that was never I never wanted him to just cut her out cold turkey. That was like not the plan. I Mm -hmm. I get that that would be like hurtful. But she instead of talking to him about it, starts saying, oh, you're not my friend. You're not my friend. You're not my friend. Then she starts Venmo requesting him money. Venmo requesting him money literally every week. For what? Just like literally the memo would be because we're not friends anymore. <gasps> yeah. So she would Venmo request him money or I guess it was cash up. I think it was cash up. Cash up money. He would ignore it. She'd send another one next week. Then another one the next week. Then it started happening like a couple times a week. Like it was just getting to be so much. Obviously we would get like in a heated discussion every time we talked about it because I was just like what the heck and so finally I told my husband I was like you gotta cut this girl out like this is not okay he laid down the law and basically was like trying to explain to her my point of view and how he misunderstood and da 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 and she says I don't want a friendship with boundaries because he had stated that well she first said we promised we would never put a relationship above our friendship And then she says, I don't want a friendship with boundaries. Have a nice life. And that was the last time they spoke. So am I toxic for making him cut her out of his life? And is he toxic for not responding to that message and just leaving her in the dust? She blocked him on everything or like unfriended him on everything. Instagram, Facebook, like everything. I feel like that. This happened over, like, the course of a year. Yeah. Mind you. Like, this was not, like, an overnight. Yeah, I like, remember. I remember yeah. when it happened. Um, like, your feelings were so valid in that, in that scenario. And I feel like as a girlfriend, you have kind of the upper hand in being, like, you know, this doesn't make me feel comfortable. Right. And this is what would make me feel comfortable. And it wasn't like you were saying, I need you to cut her out of your, of, out of your life completely. It was more so setting those boundaries of like, she is my girlfriend. She is my priority. I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I think she, the other girl just took it to a whole other level and was like, well, I don't want boundaries, blah, blah, blah. But I almost feel like, like as a friend, you want to see your friend happy. Right. And you would do anything to to make 
them feel comfortable and them happy. And it's not like they couldn't have never been friends ever again. Right. It was just making sure that that line was clearly there so that like you felt comfortable moving forward with this relationship and her still being in his life. But, you know, not to the point where it was like, okay, who's the girlfriend here? Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I think that like, I try to look at it from a perspective of like, if this was like a friend of mine who was a girl, like if this was like me and you, you know, Mm -hmm. and there was like another friend and like how I would react because I'm like, it makes it so much different when it's a girl and a guy dynamic. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you were friends with someone else or like if you, I'm sorry, if you started dating someone, like let's say I was there at the beginning of you and Liam dating mm-hmm. and we were talking all the time, obviously it's different because it's a girl dynamic, but like as a friend, I wouldn't be like jealous that you were spending more time with right. Liam. Obviously if you cut me out of your life completely, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. So that I understand. But I think that then, like, a conversation needs to be had. I wouldn't just start Venmo requesting right. money. And especially when it does switch and it is, like, that girl-guy dynamic, mm-hmm. it makes things sticky because you don't want your significant other to have, like, another, like, girlfriend. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm the primary girl in your mm-hmm. life, not another female. And I wasn't saying they couldn't be friends. Ideally, in a perfect world, no. I don't want them to be friends. I'm going to be honest. I don't agree in girl-guy friendships. Like, that's just my personal <laughs> – I know that's a hot take, but I don't agree with, like, having, like, super close girl-guy mm. friendships. You can be friends, of course. Like, I'm friends with Liam. You're friends with Dan. Whatever. But I just don't agree with that, like, we're best friends kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that it can – the lines can get blurred really fast. Mm-hmm. And I know that's very controversial. A lot of people have a different opinion on that, and that's For fine. Sure. But at the same time, we had just started dating and I wasn't about to lay down the law like that. Yeah. So that wasn't my goal. I just think that instead of having a conversation of, hey, I'm feeling really hurt. You cut me out of your life. It turned to straight petty. Yeah. And poking his buttons yeah. and like trying to make him feel bad. If that yeah, makes the sense. Yeah. The Venmo request, uh, that, was a, that was toxic. Yeah. That was toxic and very, very petty. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, it was they were never going to be well and dan's head clearly they were never going to be you know an item they were never going to be an item they were never going to be more than just friends maybe in her head in her mind maybe there was a chance there and that's why she got so upset right but it was in at the end of the day it was inevitable that one of them was going to find right a significant other and this was again inevitably a thing that could happen yeah um but she was I feel like she had the opportunity to save the friendship and she decided to jump ship. Yeah. So, Hmm. well, obviously it wasn't a great friendship to have a very strong friendship to have in the first place because they haven't really talked. They haven't talked talked at all. Um, And she was like five years and she was quick to be like, okay, bye. Yep. So, okay. See ya. And guess who's still around me and now (laughs) I'm married to him. So take that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) Okay. Your turn. Okay, so this story involves Adrian as well mm-hmm. and our other friend, Mandy. And so in college, we had one of our really good friends, and she was seeing this guy at the time, and we weren't really big fans of him. Um, and their relationship was rocky at this point. Yeah. And... We 
she had we were we were trying we were catching on that things weren't lining up we were like i think that there might be some holes in her story yeah and being the good friends that we are she had told us that i don't i don't she know. was going home she I was think. yeah she was gonna go home for the weekend and we were getting that sixth sense that girls get and we were like she's lying yeah uh so we went we were like it was me adrian and mandy we were sitting and um we were like i feel like we should go check on her but i don't think she's at where she says she's at i think we should drive to this guy's house house, this boy's house and see if her car's in the driveway and her for reference we were in our college town and where this guy lived was like a town over it was probably yeah. 30 minutes or so away yeah probably 30 maybe 20 minutes. um so but it wasn't an, it wasn't a hard drive so we were like let's just go see let's check on her to see and so we got in the car and we did drive mm-hmm. over to that, that to boy's house and we did see her car mm-hmm. in the driveway and we were making up like all these stories in our head, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> her car was also blocked in. You guys. Do you remember I- that? Her car was literally blocked in. It was. And that's why we were making those stories. We were, like, we were worried for we her. We were. We were. Our minds were just going in the most darkest spots, <laughs> like the worst, worst case scenario situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and we texted her that night. And um, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. No, it did not go well because we did confront her about it. And, you know, rightfully so. She was defensive. Yeah. But we in our brains, we were like, well, we were just trying to be good friends. <laughs> we were trying to look out for you. Um, And we just wanted to check on you to make sure that, you know, everything was was going OK. Right. Um. But in my head, maybe it was a little toxic. Were we toxic for following our friend over but also, to boy's house? But also, like, was it the right thing to do? I don't know. It's so tricky. Even looking back on it now, I think it's a hilarious story. I think it's a hilarious story. And I think story. even if she's listening to this, I think she would think it's funny. Yeah. Now, we, looking at the so, moment, probably not. No, but at the moment, no. But now, back, like, thinking yeah. back on it. Otherwise, we wouldn't share it. Yeah. But... This was so long ago, man. This was our junior mm-hmm. year of college, Yeah, and she's I think. not even with him anymore. Yeah. So um, we might have been a little toxic <laughs> for following her. We were crazy. I know. <laughs> I think our intentions were good. Our intentions were good. But I think that, you know, maybe just acknowledge that she's lying. Yeah. And move on. And move on. And not go the step further of stalking her. Yes. Yeah. That in of itself is toxic. Yes, mm-hmm. I will admit. But also. It makes a makes great for story. Makes for a great story. <laughs> makes for a great story. Honestly. <sighs> my, uh, we, talk, we, we talked about it not too long ago. And we were crying laughing. Laughing. Because it's just like. Yeah. We were so whack for doing that. I know we were whack. But again, and Gabby content. had a whiteboard because she I lost did. her voice. And I remember specifically my friend bringing her sour candy, Mandy, bringing her sour candy with her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think she was eating sour straws. I'm like, this was probably like how many years ago? Eight years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, it was when Seven, we were living in Tara. Five years ago? 
So our junior graduated like five, so maybe like six. Six years ago, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I can't do math. In my head. Five or six. And so it's like just funny the things you remember. So like funny. that she's eating sour straws. I know. Uh speaking of losing my voice, I was listening back to some of her podcasts, like the beginning, like the first four episodes. I'm like, yeah. who is that girl on the Literally podcast? I'm like, speak. dropped like five octaves in my I voice know. levels. Your voice was so raspy. But it's back, guys. Don't you worry. Back and better than ever. I'm sure Liam <laughs> loved me not chatting for two days straight oh i'm sure he loved it it was picking up sign language <laughs> i wish honestly sign language is so cool i know i was nervous though. i was like oh, i think i for sure damaged my vocal cords going to the, do- jo- the do- what <laughs> that was your sign not to talk about the jones Bros anymore on that, this was, podcast. that was but i thought i literally ruined my um vocal cords with going to oh, the jones Bros concert but that's so funny it's back Ooh, let's baby ruin them again tomorrow night Woo-hoo. i mean tuesday tuesday night Tuesday. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and jump right into these stories. You want me to start? Yes. All right. So I'll get started. So it says, as a disclaimer, I, 25, female, haven't made a decision yet or told my friend what I'm considering. Basically, here's the gist. I met Clara, 25, female, in our sophomore year of college, and we've been close friends ever since. I met Desi, 24, female, in my junior year of college, and we became best friends and we're roommates my senior year. I sorry, I lost answer. <laughs> I introduced the two and they became close friends, but they never became as close to each other as I was to each of them. And them two only hung out when I was there and we were a trio. Mm-hmm. So years later, Desi and I had a falling out and I ended up blocking her. I still have some resentment toward her, but I am working on staying positive and empathetic. I will say it. It was a long time coming of the friendship ending, but the reason I ended it, the icing on the cake, was because Clara told me that Desi was talking bad about me and my boyfriend to her other friends that I don't even know. At that moment, I realized Desi had been talking bad about all of her other close friends to me, so why did I expect it wasn't the other way around? I realized she was two-faced and was really negative. She's had many falling outs with other people during our friendship and always blames the other person. So now Clara is getting married and I'm so happy for her, but she wants to be, she wants me to be a bridesmaid and I would love to, but she told me Desi would also be in the wedding as a bridesmaid. Honestly, I don't want to be around Dizzy, Dizzy, Desi. She's like an energy vampire for me. And when we were friends, I typically ended up not enjoying myself or even not liking my own energy when she's around. Mm. I'm considering my options because I don't want to be closed off or a party pooper during the wedding festivities but I feel I won't be able to be myself when Desi is around and I want to have a good time. I want to put Clara first since it's her wedding, but I also made a promise to myself not to stand for Desi's crap from the moment I blocked her. Best case scenario is Clara not having Desi as a bridesmaid. Can I ever, (laughs) can I even ask her to do that though? I've explained to her how I felt about Desi and she said that she was sure we could just be cordial with one another. Any advice? Am I the toxic one? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I think trios are so hard. Trios are hard, and and, and like in general. Um, but I also think that when your friend gets married, you almost have to put all of your personal grievances with anyone in the party aside, yeah. because at the end of the day, you are celebrating the bride, and it's about her. Mm-hmm. Um. And she is the one that's important to you. And 
in your life. Yeah. And so I feel like, and, and the reason why they're asking you is because you're important in their life. Right. Um, and so that it's hard because it's like, oh, I want to be able to like stand my ground and, you know, uh, put my mental health and like my well-being in front of mm-hmm. everything and making that a priority. Right. But I also think in certain scenarios, you can't be selfish. Yeah, I agree. I think if it were just like, you know, she's having a girl's night, blah, whatever. Yeah. Then if you don't want to go, don't go. If you don't want to be around her. But I, I agree. I think for a wedding, it's literally about the bride and mm-hmm. everything else goes on the back burner. I just think of like if I were in this situation, I mean, it's tough because I'm not saying that it's fun to be around someone you don't love, but at the same time, I just think you got to put the bride first. You got to meet her needs. You can't be selfish. And really in the grand scheme of things, it's a year long if, you know, of festivities. For sure. It's like from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And you really are only around that person about three or four times. Maybe the bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Maybe the bachelorette. Yeah. Maybe dress shopping. Dress shopping. And then like the rehearsal and the wedding. So yeah. five times tops I would think and so I know it's inconvenient but I think that yes you are toxic (laughs) if you ask your friend not to have that person in the wedding who's your friend yes oh my goodness for sure so for sure yeah sorry hate to break it to you yeah girlfriend yeah that's rough to have like (sighs) friend breakups are so hard and like any fallout is so hard especially when one friend is still friends with with, yeah and so it's just like two contrasting parties and I feel bad for Clara I think because you know she's got to feel in a weird situation yeah like if I were friends with you and um I was also friends with someone else you Mm -hmm. didn't like that it would be hard now given we're best friends so whoever you don't like I also don't like (laughs) but also like if let's say like we weren't as close like we were Mm -hmm. friends but like we weren't like best best friends like you can't expect that other person like mm-hmm. to not like that other person yeah it almost puts the bride in a really bad situation yeah like in the middle almost mm-hmm. um and you never want to make the bride feel like oh now she has to play you know the liaison yeah. or the peacemaker between the right. two so i i don't think it was fair for her to ask the bride to be like well right. could you take her out of-? no don't even ask that 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 question's off the table yeah, take it I out agree. okay your Mine, time. I have been best friends with her other friend since middle school for almost seven years. Since middle school, almost seven years now. She met this guy on Tinder and hit it off. They immediately started dating. They had been together for seven months. I never met him, only heard about him a lot, and he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. Well, a couple months ago, I started searching for internships. I knew her boyfriend works at a very well-reputed company, and I wanted to know how I should apply, what qualifications do they need, and so on. I asked my best friend, and she told me to directly talk to him about it. Our Our initial conversation circled around me wanting the internship, him guiding me, and mostly only talking about my best friend. I got selected and had to start working in a month. As a thank you, I thought the three of us should meet. We had a great time and that was the first time I ever saw him. Then I started sharing a workspace with him. This is my first ever job and was super nervous. So having someone I knew 
could talk to helped calm me down. We eventually became close as we saw each other at work almost every day. Now, it was my best friend's birthday yesterday. We all went clubbing, got drinks. Her boyfriend got a little too drunk. And while rumbling, he, conf- he confessed that he is in love with me oh, in no. front of the entirety of our friend group. And, of course, her. Just to be clear, I had absolutely no idea of his of his inkling. We never made out we never met outside of work without her. I never chatted or held conversations with him regarding anything other than work or my best friend. Though I admit we were friendly, but I always tried to maintain a boundary. But now everyone believes I deliberately sabotaged her relationship and and I must have been making a move on him or hitting him hitting on him in some way. She left crying from from her party. The next day, I tried to reach out to her to explain, but she refuses to pick up my calls, and all of our friends are adamant on blaming me to be the toxic one. I contacted the guy behind all of this, and then he starts blaming me to claiming I did indeed flirt with him. When I asked him how, so he explains, I would always laugh at his jokes, smile when I saw him, only talk to him in the office, and occasionally touch him, like in hugs. Now, everyone refuses to listen to my side. Am I actually to blame for this? No. I agree. No, definitely not. I think men read way too far into Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Just because, okay, so for example, you're married to Liam Mm -hmm. and I'm married to Daniel. I am friends with Liam too by default because he's your husband. Right. It could be be just me and Liam hanging out whatever or even you just just you and Daniel hanging out whatever I would have no like I would Mm -hmm. never ever ever like I would trust you 100% yeah because I know you and I've known you before I know knew Dan or whatever of course you guys are friends you're gonna laugh at each other's jokes like of course you're gonna like I trust you to like give Dan a hug that's totally fine like yeah like you're gonna laugh you're gonna be like I'm friends with Liam because like that's your husband so of course I'm gonna laugh with him I'm gonna be nice to him I'm not gonna be like stay away from me you're Gabby's husband like no like that's weird (laughs) yeah especially if you guys like work together or whatever like there's people I talk to at work that are guys Mm -hmm. that I'm friends with that there's nothing there. Of course, I'm, I laugh. Like, I right. joke around with them. They're my friends. I know. And clearly, she says that she's maintained a boundary. I think it would yeah. be different if the boundary was blurred and they were hanging out by themselves or, like, they right. were regularly calling and texting each other outside of work hours right. or they were talking about, like, outside work things mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis. Then I feel like that's when the, the line is definitely yeah. blurred. Um, but clearly she says that anytime they were, yeah, they were hanging out together. She was sure to make, to make it known that, you know, there were boundaries set in place and that none of them crossed the line. So yeah, I don't know. Also the gaslighting, please. I know. Done. You're done. I know. Mm -mm. No, no, no. It is not all about you. It's not all about you. You are not hot shiz. No. So I do feel bad for the friend because I also feel like from her side, like, she's wrong to blame her friend mm-hmm. but I can also see how like if my boyfriend was like oh I'm actually in love with your best friend like oh, I would yeah. be like kind of upset at her I'd be like dang what does she have that I don't have you know like yeah. not like mad like I don't think she should blame her I think she should take her out her word of like mm-hmm. For sure. there's been boundaries like we're just friends like we don't hang out alone like I always hang out when you guys are there whatever but I also see her, like, being a little upset, but not something that would, like, ruin right. the friendship. And she might just need time. And you also have to think, like, they had been together or they have been friends since middle school for yeah. over seven years. And she had been dating this guy for less than a year. 
Um, and I mean, maybe if your friend wasn't the most trustworthy, right. loyal person, then you would maybe be right. like, oh, I don't know. But I feel like you should at least sit down and understand right. her side of things and then be like, okay, obviously right. there's some miscommunication here. For sure. But yeah, so you are not toxic. No, you're not toxic, and that's tough. I'm yeah. so sorry for you, Reddit girl. <laughs> I know. Sorry. All right. Okay. Here we go. I, 29 female, gave birth to my son last week. My husband, 32 male, and I agreed to name our son after my father. My father passed away when I was 14, and we were very close. His middle name his middle name is named after my husband's grandfather. My mother-in-law is very opinionated about everything. She has been giving us her opinion on everything for our son. The day I was due, I only wanted my husband there. He drove me to the hospital, and mother-in-law walks into the room and starts babbling on about the baby's name, feeding schedules, etc. I kept it together as best I could. After son was born, mother-in-law was trying to talk to her talk husband into convincing me to change his name she asked the nurses if she could legally change his name (gasps) she even went as far as to accuse me of controlling my husband into our son's name i yelled at her to get out of the room and we will not be changing the name she left and has been telling family members a different story my husband has been sticking up for me and told her that nothing will be changed if she continues we will be cutting her off from seeing her grandson Now, most of her side of the family are calling me names and demanding I apologize to mother-in-law. She has texted me a few times, calling me in a bad word. (laughs) Am I the toxic one for kicking her out? My (laughs) shaw is on the floor. I know. I'm just shocked. I know. I guess, like, okay... I understand your your mother-in-law wanting to, like, have a say in not, – not having a say. Let me remember that. Wanting to be like, oh, but, like, what about this name? Like, what about this name? Right. And when you guys are brainstorming names. Right. Or, like, when you find out that you're pregnant with right. um, a girl or a boy and be like, have you thought about, like, names? What about this name? I love this name. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Because I'm the type of person where, like, I love – like, I want to know what other people's right. thinking of the names. Um, but to, first of all, <laughs> she is fresh out giving birth. No, she's been through it. Leave this woman alone. <laughs> she is still on the hospital bed. Um, Actually, we're going to change her name. Bring the nurse back in here. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would be Livid. flabbergasted. I wouldn't even know what to do. Um, and the fact that she like went behind her back and was like, "I know." Um, can I can I legally change it? That's crazy. Did you just spend twenty four hours, forty hours, eight hours, whatever whatever it was, just giving birth? No. No. I know. I know. That's 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 really rough. And then it's also hard because it's like, well, you never want to ruffle feathers with like the family, with yeah. the family. But also, she went around and she was spreading. I don't know. Like she was then talking about the situation and yeah. and telling a very different story to other family members, and then it's stirring the pot and it's just creating 
a bigger problem at hand I know. than it was. It's just in-laws can be tricky sometimes. I mean, not not all of them, obviously. Like, my in-laws are great, and I know your in-laws are great. But you just hear these stories of, like, mother-in-laws and how they want to control, I, yeah, like, me, situations. I just can't imagine. I'm so thankful I'm my family so is not thankful. like that. I hear stories like that, and I feel so fortunate with yeah. with great in-laws and just a great dynamic. Um, And I feel so sorry for those who don't yeah and have like big situations like this that happen that are just almost like am i living in a freaking dystopian right. world how is that right. actually happening right, right. Now? so yeah oh, that's rough that's so I rough know. and then it's like uh they're almost they're almost making the the such a joyous moment about themselves yeah i know that's so frustrating even if you want to name your name your your baby wolf you don't know you can say that it's not your favorite but yeah you cannot change it sorry no i know let's see hey everyone i'm in a bit of a dilemma here my fiance and i have been planning our wedding for over a year now we've booked our dream venue sent out save the dates and are deep into preparations the date we chose has a lot of sentimental value to us it's the anniversary of when we first met a couple of months ago my best friend let's call her jane announced she's pregnant and I was beyond thrilled for her. She's been trying for a while and this is such a blessing. However, she recently shared her due date with me and it turns out it's the same week as my wedding. Jane approached me and gently asked if there's any way we can move our wedding date, even if it's just by a week or two, to ensure she can be a part of it. She explained she'd be devastated to miss it, but obviously doesn't want to risk anything with her baby either. I'm torn. On one hand, this date means a lot to my fiance and me and shifting everything would be a logistical nightmare but on the other hand I can't imagine not having my best friend there on a big on my big day I told Jane that it's difficult for us to change it now and she seemed understanding but clearly upset that makes me really sad I know it makes me really sad that's why um I think I sent you this one but it makes me really sad and that was why I picked it because I feel like it's such a real thing and I just imagine if one of us were in this situation it's so hard because like if that were to happen, if like you were to get pregnant and then you would miss my wedding, I would be so sad because you're such a big part of, in my life and I would love for you to be a part of my big day. But I also know, I don't know, that's so hard. I know, it's so tough. Because like if, if she had that date for a while and she had like all of her vendors yeah. and... um everything picked out and especially wedding venues these days where it's like you got one day in the month right. like usually when you go visit a venue they're like we only have three days available right for the rest of the year right um it's so hard to move yeah it. i know i completely agree i think it's also like you don't know exactly like you have like a due date but you don't know the exact right. day of when it's going to be born so yeah. i feel like just leave it as it is and Pray to God that you don't go into labor until after the wedding. Yeah. Or if you do, like, hopefully it's in enough time that you can recover Mm -hmm. at least somewhat. And you don't have to be, you know, standing right up there, but you can at least attend the ceremony. Right. Or whatever. So you can see that or whatever. And I know it's not the same, but obviously, like, people can FaceTime you. Yeah. Or um, send pictures. Right. And there will be, like, 
professional photographers there, I presume, where you can look at, and I know it's not the same as actually being there, right. but it's also like two big milestones are happening at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like that in of itself is such like a joyful thing. Yeah. Um, and just like celebrate together, yeah. like be excited for each other. Ooh, you and you guys could create a new wedding date, wedding anniversary date for you guys. So it's like I'm sorry. <laughs> day. What? So like I'm trying to put the pieces together. So like you guys could celebrate together every year. Be like mm. this is the day that I gave birth, so my son or or daughter's birthday, my wedding anniversary, and you guys celebrate together. That's Moving true. Forward, and you just have one big party. That's a great so idea. So then it's I love like, that. oh yes, I. It's so sad because I. You know, the bride miss, missed her, her best friend having a baby, and then the best friend mm-hmm. having the baby missed the wedding. But it's in like, okay, but for the rest of our lives, we could throw right. a big fat party. Right. Exactly. There you there go. You go. <laughs> Just redo your wedding. Just have two. There's this girl that I follow on um, TikTok, and for her wedding anniversary every she year. She does a wedding. She does a wedding. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm saw like, that. Oh, my I, gosh. I asked, I asked one of my friends. I was like did this girl just get married? I was she's like so really confused. pregnant. Yeah. And so I was confused, which I mean, whatever, if that's the case, yeah. but I was just confused. And cause I, I was like, I could have swore that she was married. Mm-hmm. And then my friend was like, Oh no, she just like has a wedding every year for like her anniversary. I mean, the pictures not, like, are a, fantastic. not like a big wedding, obviously, but yeah. like with her friends, like she wears a white dress, they have a cake, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, that is such a fun idea. It is so it's fun. extra, but it it's is fun. So fun. Um, and it's fun because then when, her, she just had her baby mm-hmm. and now her daughter can be a part of that that's so i feel fun. like that's such a ne- unique tradition yeah and it's not like she gets a wedding dress every single year she gets, yeah i think one of them was thrifted the other one right. she um she just like had in her closet yeah. so nothing like too big but the photos that they take are so beautiful and it's it's like an intimate night that they have every year with their friends yeah um so it is kind of sad because you think about your wedding and like who all was there which obviously like i love all my friends who are there of course gabby was my you're like i hated everyone i hated everyone at my wedding no but then i think about like new friends that i've made since my wedding and it makes me sad that like my friends weren't some of my like newer friends weren't there i know that i know i have no new friends so i can't relate (laughs) okay um, but I, I do understand that in the sense yeah. of like, oh man, I wish I could, you know, redo this aspect of my wedding. Yeah. Like I wish I could invite these people to my wedding. Mm-hmm. There definitely are some people that I would invite to my wedding. Like some of the, the girls that I work with that are on the social team that I've grown so close with her. I'm like, oh, I wish you could have been at my wedding or, right. um, but yeah, it's, I, I, I want to get married again to the same man, obviously, I know, but um, I want to relive so that moment again. Me too. So fun. Me too. Let me get into my last story. I saved the best for last. This one is really triggering for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it, but it just it's just so funny. Okay. okay. You'll understand when okay. I read it. So, long story short, my husband has one of those female friends. I'll call her Sarah. Her and I get along fine, but every once in a while, she'll make a comment or sit a little too close or touch him a lot. Or compete with me on how close they are, how well she knows him. She's one in a big group of about 11 friends. I've talked to my husband about her several times, but it's it's so many added up microaggressions, microactions and microaggressions that it's hard to tell her off for one singular thing without looking crazy. 
Well, this past weekend, the group of friends got together for the first time since we are all now out of COVID. My husband and I eloped a few weeks ago, and this was the first time most of us were seeing, the first time most were seeing us since. Sarah came right up and got in her face as the group was congratulating us to tell my husband how disappointed she was in him for not telling her about our ceremony, not inviting her, not even sending her a photo. He told her nobody except our parents knew, nobody was invited, and we don't have our professional photos back. This girl started sobbing. How could he do this to her that she wanted him to be her man of honor when she gets married? She's single. And he didn't even invite her to his, and their friendship is now needing some serious TLC to recover. This is in front of the whole friend group. I couldn't take it anymore, and he said, and I said, he might be your best friend, but you're not his. And this was between me and him, and you are not even a consideration. There were some frosty ooze from the crowd, and she left the house. The crowd is split. They were all my husband's friends before I came into the picture, and some of, some think it was uncalled for and that I should have just let my husband handle it. I was mad in the moment, but now, I don't know, too far? Am I the toxic one? Did she stutter? <laughs> Did she stutter? She left no crumbs. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love the comeback that she had. Let's read that again because let's hear it. He might be your best friend, but you're not his. This is between me and him, and you are not even a consideration. You I are love not it. a consideration. I wish I was that good on my toes. Like, I can't yeah. think that quickly on my toes. I think about things after. Me too. I'm like, I'm dang, like, oh, like that would have been, that'd been perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so this is coming from someone who is not, I'm not a jealous wife. Um, and I, I, I definitely think this, in this in this scenario, I would be very upset, yeah. like, as the wife. Yeah. Because there clearly is a boundary that has been crossed. Yeah. Either on his side or on hers. Um, obviously, we, like, don't know the full story. So right. we're not – we don't understand, you know, why she's feeling right. like this. Um, but the fact that she ruined that moment, like, that's – that that amazing moment for them mm-hmm. to make it about her and his friendship that is yeah. not okay no it's not and okay. and that would never fly with me no because me you do not talk to me that way you do not talk to my husband that way that's yeah. just incredibly rude yeah it's crazy so crazy this girl thought she had the audacity i know Sorry, but uh, my husband's not about to be super close to the point that he's going to be man of honor in someone else's wedding. Yeah, uh-uh. No, sorry. You can be friends with my friends who are females. Yeah. But that's it. Otherwise, I'm fine. Like, if you have friends at like who are girls at work, acquaintances, whatever, that's fine. But not that close. Not that close. And I, I don't think anything was wrong on his side because it seems like they were in a friend group, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I'm like... Miss girl, you really think that they're going in eloping and you're going to get the invite? No. No, sorry. None of the other friends are there. Yeah, do you know what an elopement is? Yeah, that's crazy. You need to tone it down, girlfriend. You need to take a seat. I know. Take the back seat. Take the trunk. (laughs) You're done. The way I would have smacked that girl. (laughs) (laughs) The way I would have seen red. I would have The way I would have seen red. I think I would have been that cartoon where, like, smoke was coming out of my ears. Oh, me too. 
the disrespect. I know. The disrespect. It's crazy. I love that one. I saved that one for the last because there's just certain things that just get me going. And girl best friends to my husband, yeah, not happening. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, that's definitely a, a slippery slope. Yeah. And clearly she was skiing down a black diamond because <laughs> that girl was like, you're going to be my best, my man of honor. Yuck. Gross. No. My last one. I, male, 25-year-old, and my girlfriend live together, and I own my own house in the Chicagoland area. Recently, my girlfriend invited her mom to visit the city after not seeing her mom for a year. We offered for her to stay at my house in the guest bedroom. The mom isn't in the best financial situation, so my girlfriend figured this would be a great opportunity for her to experience something outside her small hometown. My girlfriend also warned me that her mom is very nosy beforehand. She stayed the past two days till I caught her in my home office while I was at work downtown. There's a rain camera in the office. On the camera, I saw her walk in and snoop around. She went through my file cabinets and looked at sensitive stuff such as my tax, retur- tax returns, bank statements, and other documents. She also attempted to input the passcode on my safe multiple times unsafe and import documents like birth certificate, passport, social security cards, as well as opening my laptop to see if it was unlocked. Oh my gosh. She didn't take anything but went through it all. When I got home from work, I immediately told her to leave the house because I didn't trust her or appreciate her going through my stuff. I also accused her of potentially stealing stuff because I didn't have cameras in the other parts of my house before kicking her out. My girlfriend didn't appreciate me kicking out her mom, leaving her to sleep in a motel my girlfriend paid for. My girlfriend thought I was over-exaggerating even after I showed her the footage. I thought I was valid for my actions. However, my girlfriend told me I was warned about her issues, then also told me it was my fault because I should have locked off that part of the house if I didn't want her going through it. I think I was justified for kicking her out. Am I toxic for kicking out my girlfriend's mom after I caught her looking through my personal stuff? No. Yeah, I agree. I don't think. No, I think, I think you are. I think you shouldn't have to lock out stuff to keep someone from snooping. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like there is that level of respect where, yeah. what, what is she trying to look for anyways? The, that's the you... tax returns, the the trying to get into the safe. Yeah, that that's is weird. sus, first of that all. That is sus. Very, very, very sus. Even if you had the, even if your girlfriend told you beforehand, like, mm-hmm. she is nosy. Right. Okay, but also like to you didn't re- yeah you didn't know you didn't know how nosy right she to, was. if someone's if someone tells me hey Adrian this person is nosy I'm gonna be like okay so they're gonna ask me a lot of questions about my personal life mm-hmm. they're gonna ask me like you know questions about my job like kind of prodding questions pr- probing questions probing, <laughs> probing questions. And that kind of a thing, but not go through like my personal stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's it's, very It's very invasive. It's yeah, very invasive. It and um I I don't know, like I I definitely think I would have I would have told her, you know, you can't stay here if you're gonna do those types of things. Right. But I would also like I would wanna know what what you were looking for I and know. why you were looking for it. Because I know. That is none of your business. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what she was looking for. And it's it's hard because, you know, like, as that for the girlfriend's perspective, like, that is your mom. And, like, 
you almost you you're so protective of her mm-hmm. even though like you know she has these faults or whatever but yeah. also they she crossed a boundary and right. that should have never even happened in the first place yeah um why he has ring cameras in his office is beside me but i also yeah. think that some people do just keep um well, I mean, rings have, i guess like, in like or in in areas that may yeah. have confidential especially if you have like a safe in there or something yeah. like that that yeah. might have more valuable items. well good for him because yeah. he lucked out that he had that and he was looking yeah when he was that's crazy yeah oh lordy <laughs> man these people out here going through some wax scenarios know, i'll tell you what we thankful were... for my my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. But we were reading, when you were reading some of these stories and, like, picking them out, mm-hmm. I was just, like, s- too stunned to speak. I know, Because some me of the too. situations that they would that they would tell and be, like, am I toxic for doing this? Or in some cases, I'd be, like, yeah, yeah you, you are. definitely are. Um, yeah. But other times, I'm, like, no, that was completely out of your control. You yeah. had... That, that is not your fault. I know. So. I know. These stories are so interesting. You know, I'm like, I can't believe that actually in, happened a, to your life. Oh, I know. I got in like a deep, deep dive when I was looking for these stories. I look, started looking for them a while back, but I was like reading through all of them, like getting so just in too deep. Yeah. This is my, this was my first time actually using Reddit. Um, I would sometimes click into it if I was like looking for an answer to Usually it was a tech question on like why something wasn't working or right, like right, how to right. do something, but I've never used it as a platform to Same. like look up stories like this. And so it was my first time using it and I was like, Whoa. This I is know. a different world. There out were here. a lot of like wedding ones. I think it'd be so fun just to like hear Talk, all yes. of the wedding ones. Talk about wedding yeah. stories. Like right. uh, what is it? Wedding disaster stories or something. Lord knows, so many bad things can happen during your wedding. Oh my gosh. And we we have some things. That I'm we, like, do you want to stay tuned and yeah. I'll tell you? <laughs> we got a list of things. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I feel I have yet to to hear a day where some like everything went like smoothly, like not yeah. one minor thing went wrong. It doesn't happen. No, thankfully, in both of our the things that happened at our weddings were very minuscule in the grand scheme of yeah. things. But, yeah, I know some, some brides and some grooms, they go through detrimental things. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Yay! Um, give us a good rating on Spotify if, you're, if your heart so desires that. Um, and give us a follow. And I think that's it. We'll see you guys next week. And that's, that's the tea. tea. Bye.